It's certainly a beautiful Sunday morning today, and it's warming up a little bit. When I walked outside earlier, I just was struck. I was like, holy cow, it is perfect out right now. It's amazing. This whole last week, uh, the weather has been really, really, really enjoyable, which is a great gift. And it's been kind of juxtaposed in our minds with the heaviness of yesterday, 20 years of looking back on the events of 9-11, 2001 and you know there's been a lot of documentaries I listen to sports radio a lot it's like 9-11 in sports I'm like dude I, I, don't, I just want to listen about how bad the Bears are going to be I don't I don't want to go there again it's it's 7 35 in the morning I just finished mass I'm not trying to listen to 9-11 stories and that's kind of been my mindset throughout the week but as I prayed with these readings you know the correlation really has struck me this week We've got this beautiful scene in the gospel in which Christ asked this interesting question. Uh, I mean, he's like fishing for a compliment here. He's like, so what are, like, what are people, what are they, who do they think I am? Like, they think I'm like a, what are, what are you guys hearing? Huh? What are people talking about me? Let me know. Obviously, it's not exactly the intonation in which our Lord phrased this question. But they're like, you know, you're a pretty good guy. And then Jesus goes, but, but who, who do you say that I am? And Peter. Peter speaks for the apostles. He says, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You're the one we're waiting for. This beautiful proclamation that this is not just a man standing in front of you, but, but it's God. And the next few words that our Lord says after this are so important. It's what the second reading is talking about. It's what Isaiah was talking about 500 years before. He says, not, yeah, I'm God. Isn't that pretty neat? It's pretty neat. <laughs> I'm totally God, man. I created all this. It's pretty cool. He says, I've come to suffer. I've come to be rejected, to be killed, to go up on that cross and give my life for you. And Peter's not having any of it. That famous scene, right, where we go from this mountaintop of belief and Peter goes, you're God. And then a few sentences later, he doesn't get it. And our Lord saying, get behind me, Satan. Peter is hearing the words that our Lord is saying. But it's a very special type of person who can hear something and then allow that to be true in their heart, to adopt that into their everyday way of life. Christ needed to show them. He needed to show us. And he did. He gave his life. He died on the cross. He gave everything. And it changed all those apostles. And most of them went on to give their life in the same way. But often, for us, we're like Peter. You know, I can stand up here and be like, hey, like Jesus died for you. But it's not real to us. It's too distant. It happened 2,000 years ago. 
How, how can I relate it? We need someone to show us. Someone to show us what that kind of love looks like. To give it all. And 20 years ago, and one day, we saw so many people show us what that kind of love looks like. On the most traumatic day in my short life, and for probably most of us, we saw dozens of men and women show us how to love the way that Christ loves us. And as terrible and confusing and as sad as that day was, that started a spark that for a short time, it was, a, it was a different world. People understood how to love. They came to church. They were there for together. We were, we were together as a country. And we can never forget what that was like. The same way that Christ showed those apostles those men and women who, who gave the ultimate sacrifice showed us. And here we are 20 years later, and we've forgotten. And we've forgotten. So the question that we're given today, brothers and sisters, is the reality of Christ giving his life to you, is that something that you hear, or is that something that you live? We've all had those inspiring people in our life who've showed us what that total giving, that agape love looks like. Maybe it was our parents. Maybe it was a teacher. Maybe it was a total stranger. But have you forgotten? Because the world needs all of us to remember and to make real, ultimately, in the people and our lives and our families today, the love that God has for us. Who is going to inspire the next generations of Christ's love for us? Don't tell me you believe in Christ. Show me with your life. Brothers and sisters, Christ is calling us to pick up our cross. To give it all. To give more than we even think we can. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, with that fortitude, that courage, it'll start a ripple that turns into an avalanche of building the kingdom in our families, in this parish, in this whole community. Let's not just allow Christ's love for us to be something that sits in our head. Let us live it from our heart to make Jesus real to the peoples of this community. And then at that point, just get excited. Get excited to see what the Holy Spirit will do with that kind of yes.